The opinions and beliefs of the anchors and guests on the show do not necessarily reflect that of our sponsors and supporters. And now for your host. Hey everybody and greetings to you. Welcome to episode 7 of the podcast. Also the first new official episode of Game Info Podcast. I am your host, DJ Shadow. Uh, my co-host seems to be missing today. We're going to be bringing you some news and, and game info. Also, I ask that if there is, by any chance, any wrong information that I give, uh, I ask that you please don't go blasting me right off the bat. Send me uh, your information. Let me know what you have. And if you record it in voice audio, as long as you give your consent, we will cut and clip that audio. Uh, basically cut it down to where we can present your info that you give on air in the next episode. And we will backtrack and retract what we said beforehand. Um, right now, you can also find us online at GameRaiderRadio.Caster.FM. Uh, that is the live link to our online radio station. It's not up all the time, but we do run a radio station there for those of you that like to listen to music and play. Um, the first article that I have, oh, real quick before I bring that, uh, bring the first article to you. Um, on all the platforms, we have chosen to allow uh, voice message. Um, Voice messages to be sent to us. I'm hoping that that will work. Um, I'm not sure how it works. I haven't looked at it, but the option has been turned on. Our podcast, we air it on air on the radio station. And we also play it through um, Anchor.fm. So Anchor is the one that is responsible for submitting this to whatever platform you're listening on. Unless you're listening through Anchor or you have found it somewhere else. So uh, if you will, send us your voice messages, uh, send us emails, uh, text messages, what have you. You can send all that through whatever platform you're listening or go to anchor.fm and you can uh, send it to us from there. Um, we will also accept emails through Game Raider Radio at att.net for the time being until we get all our platforms and everything changed over because we're going back to our original um, Game Info Radio and Game Info Podcast. But if you use Discord, I have a bit of news for you. You're not going to be happy. Discord announces that its free game library is officially going away. Now, it looks like uh, the news article was posted on comicbook.com forward slash gaming by Roland Bishop. And it looks like it was posted at 11.40 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, September 15th, which is the day this podcast is being recorded. Um... In case you weren't already aware, those of you that are listening, one of the perks of the Discord Nitro subscription service was um, free games tied to said service. They're using in this news article um, past tense here because as announced by Discord late last week, 
that catalog of free games is officially going bye-bye later this year. Uh, more specifically, the games included as part of Discord's Nitro service will disappear on October 15th. Uh, as for why the company, which is basically used as a communication platform uh, for gaming hubs, gaming community hubs, and much the same way as, say, Slack is doing with free games, it's largely to do with the fact that they're saying nobody bothers to play them anyway. So, and uh, also... Given the sudden change, the company is offering refunds to folks that may want to cancel their Nitro subscription, which runs at $9.99 a month. It also clarified that games purchased through Discord will not be affected. Um, just those that came as part of the Nitro service. So, with this change... They will have the resources to refocus. Um, they're going to double down on making sure Nitro nails its mission, more features, fun, and enhancements for hanging out in Discord with people you care about. And then we're going to move on over to um, Zelda Link's Awakening Review. Apparently, it's bad news for Legend of Zelda fans on Nintendo. Um, Link's Awakening returns to Nintendo more than 25 years after the Game Boy original mesmerized fans. Um, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening release date is less than a week away on Nintendo Switch. Uh, let's see here. We want to see this article was posted today as well, September 15th. Um, fans will have to wait until September 19th for reviews to be published. Considering the remake has been more than 25 years in the making, a few extra days shouldn't make much difference. So, I, that is one game that I really miss playing on the Nintendo is Legend of Zelda. Um, I it, I never did finish the game. I I really never did. So um, and then fight. Uh, uh, let's see here. Randy Pitchford says Borderlands Three has twice as many players on PC as Borderlands Two did. Um, Borderlands 3 launched on the 13th of September, and according to Steam charts, Borderlands 2 peaked at 123,596 players when it launched seven years ago, while SteamDB estimates 124,678 players. Double that would be somewhere in the 247,000 to 249,000 player range. Um, so let us know if you play Borderlands 3 and if you also play Borderlands 2, what the difference is. Um, it's kind of curious to me as to what. 
the differences, why there's that many players. Also, I'm curious uh, if any of you play Star Trek Online on the PC, if you've tried it on the PS4, what the difference is there too. Um, <clears throat> I know you use your mouse on the computer to do a lot of things. Uh, now the question is, how do you use all those options on a PS4 controller? Let us know. Um, Apple Arcade uh, is AAPL is the company subscription gaming service that was unveiled at Apple's annual event last week. Uh, the service will launch on September 19th. At launch, subscribers will have unlimited access to over 100 games on Apple's platform. How do you feel about Apple Arcade? And uh, the question on the article is, and I put this to you, our listeners, is Apple Arcade a threat to gaming companies? Um, I want to know what the important features of Apple's gaming service are. Uh, the Apple Arcade is a one subscription, all you can play platform. It is ad free, and users will not have to spend money on additional purchases or microtransactions. In addition, Users will be able to download games to play offline. Also, it will be available across Apple devices like iPhone, iPad, MacBook, and Apple TV. And I know I use my iPhone and my iPad a whole lot. And I don't have Apple TV or MacBook yet, but you never know. Uh, the Apple Arcade subscription can be shared with up to five family members. The subscription will be $5 a month. Well, to be more specific, $4.99 a month. Also, Apple has partnered with top publishers and will be banking on the worldwide growth in gaming to gain traction here. Uh, also, Tech Radar Report says Apple hasn't announced a specific Apple Arcade controller. However, wireless support for PS4 DualShock 4 and Microsoft's Xbox One controller is coming to TV OS and iPad OS and iOS 13 on September 19th, the date of Apple Arcade's launch. So you'll be able to pair the game pads with these devices. In addition, some games will support MFI Bluetooth controllers. So you'll have more control over your games in Apple Arcade. Um, Borderland 3 PC gamers dump on the game and Borderland 2's Steam forums. So apparently, Borderland 3 players are disgruntled um, um, on the PC. They're unhappy about the numerous connectivity and performance problems they've encountered barely a day into the game's launch, and they're letting people know about it in the forums for Borderlands 2 on Steam. Uh, if you recall that Borderlands 3 is an Epic Games Store exclusive, Epic Games Store does not have forums, nor does it have user reviews, thwarting the primary means of revenge for disappointed PC gamers. <laughs> well, I guess that's one way to keep people from telling you how ticked off you are because their game does not work, or the game they sold you does not work. Um... For a while, players are lighting up the franchise subreddit 
the PC gaming subreddit and the official forums at Gearbox Software. Nothing says spite like unloading on a seven-year-old game in a marketplace that can't even spell its. Sorry, can't even sell its sequel. One Steam user pleaded with Borderlands 2 fans not to engage threads on Borderlands 3 and included a link to the Gearbox forums. People are still popping in questions and requests for help with Borderlands 3 performance. Frame rate drops and stutters appear to be the biggest bugaboo facing PC users. So, uh, connectivity issues. Um... Frame rate drops and stutters appear to be the biggest bugs for Borderlands 3. If you have Borderlands 3 on PC or played it or having issues, um, let us know. One player wrote, regardless of the graphics settings, frequent reductions in FPS, CPU, and GPU are only loaded at 60%. RAM at 70, but the hard drive jumps from 0 to 100 and hangs at 100 when FPS reduced. Um, they already turned off all Windows services. That might be the reason. They also checked the disk fragmented them. Can there be a reason that the game is installed on the same disk as Windows? Well, someone else also replied, try an actual Borderlands 3 forum. You'll probably get more responses. Um, sorry folks, but from what we're seeing, there is no Borderlands 3 forum yet. There might be come soon, since a lot of these PC gamers that have Borderlands 3 is really ticked off, and they're flooding the forums for Borderlands 2, so. Like I said, if you've played this and you have, um, issues with it, let us know. We, we want to know what issues you've had. And also, we are checking uh, a couple of other things. Uh, like we said, so far we've covered Discord is getting rid of Nitro. Um, Share Noble Light. I, I don't know what this is. Mutates into Steam Early Access in October. Um... Also, um, September, apparently free PS Plus games are Batman, Arkham Knight, and Darksiders 3. And let's see here. We also have, apparently, Borderlands 3, even though all the issues we just covered. Um, price increase is coming September 17th. And that will be a Tuesday of next week. Um, the question is, do you actually want to pay extra for it? Okay. Also, uh, a game that I have put in, uh, I have did the... Um, oh, Lord. I have done the... Uh, your pre-purchase, basically. <clears throat> Final Fantasy VII Remake. Figures for Cloud, Aerith, and Sephiroth revealed by Square. So, 
Also, there's a story for Ghost Recon. Breakpoint is fun, but pretty unremarkable. So, we are going to um, <clears throat> cover this real quick. Apparently, at Tokyo Game Show 2019, Square Enix revealed a new series of scale figures dedicated to the Final Fantasy VII Remake for PS4. I have actually pre-ordered that. That was the word I was looking for. Um, there are certain things you get with it if you pre-order it. I don't remember what they were. Um, let's see here. These are not to be confused with the popular Play Arts KAI series of action figures. They're in fact fully static scale figures designed for display. As a result, they don't have joints and usually feature a higher degree of detail. The figures revealed at Tokyo Game Show portray Cloud, Aerith, and Sephiroth. At the moment, we don't know whether other characters are being planned. Um, you can check them out in the gallery. Uh, all you have to do is basically Google it. Um, from what I can see, the detail is incredible. <clears throat> Excuse me there. So we are going to take a moment for a break here, and we are going to come back with segment two. In segment one, we mentioned that uh, Chernobylite was mutating into steam in early October. Uh, for those of you that do not know anything about this, um, it, it is a sci-fi flavored romp through basically the Chernobyl disaster zone. It's coming to steam early access October 16th. Uh, the developers build Chernobylite as a non-linear science fiction survival experience where your choices dictate story progression across nine story missions and over eight hours of gameplay. Uh, the story sounds basic enough on the surface. Uh, you're tasked with finding your girlfriend who went missing 30 years prior in the Chernobyl nuclear disaster. Then you find out you can communicate with your long-lost lover through another dimension, introducing the sci-fi element of the story. It's a lot weirder than that, but delving too much into the details would ruin the game for you. Uh, if you fancy this, you can check out the game demo for a more depth and look at um, gamesradar.com forward slash watch dash the dash gamescom dash demo dash for Chernobylite. I will actually copy this link for everybody and post it in our um, in the uh, info the, the notes for the podcast so that way everybody can see it. I will also try to post the links where we got our other stories from, so that way everybody can, if they wanted to read those, read more into those and everything. Um, we paraphrase some of the stuff from there, so please don't blast me for about this uh, article, this stuff come directly from there, because some of the stuff I did not play, 
Uh, I do not play those games, so I don't know how some of them turned out, and um, it, it's basically going to be one of those. Um, I'm going by what other people have told me. And it's just like if you send me stuff and we go through everything, that um, that that's going to be where I get all the information from would be basically you, the players, the listeners. And uh, let's see here. Also, um, we're going to try to do more episodes. I know we've basically only done one episode a month so far. Uh, if even that, so we're going to try to cover more on that, but I don't know if it, you know, if we can with my work schedule and everything. And I am also hoping to find another co-host for the podcast. Uh, I have two friends that would be more than happy to help if they had the time. Um, I know my son would be more than happy to help, but obviously he's not here either, but um, if interested, please let us know. Okay. Now we are going to wrap this up real quick. We're going to bring you, um, there is a super Nintendo world park. You heard me super Nintendo world park to open in Japan with two rides, interactive park elements. Um, it looks like that Super Nintendo World and the Nintendo theme attraction coming to Universal theme parks will reportedly open with two rides and an interactive element. Um, Universal Park CEO and Chairman Tom Williams talked about the park plans at a Comcast Media Communication and Entertainment Conference. Um, the first such attraction is slated to open in spring of 2020 at Universal Studios Japan, putting it just in time for the Summer Olympic Games in Tokyo. Does that seem kind of odd? Um, that opening will include two rides, one themed after Super Mario Kart and another Omni-Mover ride called Yoshi's Adventures. And then um, we are going to cover a little bit here on Resident Evil. Project Resistance is a great survival horror, horror experience, says Capcom producer. Um, they're quoted as saying, if we just continue to offer up the same thing over and over again, people would gradually lose interest. Well, they got that much right. Um, it's an upcoming uh, Resident Evil spinoff, Project Resistance. It has responded, uh, has responded publicly to criticism of the series, New Direction, stating that while it's totally valid that people want more of the quality core Resident Evil experience, Capcom needs to continue to branch out and try to offer up new gameplay in addition to refining the experiences people expect, which is true. Um, I never really myself cared for the Resident Evil universe. Uh, I've played some. I had one of my ex-roommates was terrified to death. Uh, he, he wouldn't play Resident Evil at all if I wasn't at home. And because it, it scared the living daylights out of him. So, also uh, the last note here is Estelia, I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, the balance is in jeopardy. The world needs an Estelian to step up and deny the demons. Will you answer the call? 
Uh, a Stellion Online is a classical MMORPG striving to return the genre to its roots. That is not to say it is a remake of what has been done before, but instead a tribute to the original tenants of the MMORPG phenomena combined with innovation and promise. Uh, it is slated to um, come out September 27th. Um, I'm going to read you a little bit here about what they post for in-game. Well, again, I'll post the links to this so you guys can read more upon it. Uh, it is set in a vibrant fantasy world. Estellians are heroes blessed by the stars to call upon magical allies known as Estelles. Each Estellian is charged with protecting the innocence of the world, a task that will take them through the darkest dungeons and across countless battlefields. Take up the hero's mantle and let your grand adventure begin. Estelia uh, boasts a wide variety of unique and diverse dungeons, both for the solo player as well as parties, that reward those adventures based on how well they perform. What better way to test your hard-earned dungeoneering rewards than to take them to the arena? Arenas in Estelia offer both cooperative and combative or sorry, competitive styles, whether you want to team up with your friends to fight hordes of monsters or go toe-to-toe -to -toe against your fellow Estelian, the Coliseum will always provide for your competitive needs. To me, it sounds like this is a spin-off of a way of perfect world. PWI. Um, there... Also, uh, there's one game we've played before um, called Fiesta. Uh, I still occasionally log into it, but um, it um, it just it seems we've got enough really on um, the MMORPG front. I, I don't know. How many more games you can? <laughs> how many more you can actually add to that without it? Just because I mean, I there there's a segment to I can't remember the name of it, but there's an another game I think it's called Astral Wars or something like that. That's part of Perfect World, and it's part of PWI, and. It's not overcrowded like PWI is. You don't have all the, the shops and everything. But my son told my wife about it. My wife was telling me about it. And she's having fun playing in it because it's not all that stuff there. But yet at the same time, i kind of leery of downloading another game. Because, I I mean, honestly, I have... um more games on my computer than I have time to play. I, I've got uh, Echo of Soul Phoenix, Fiesta Online, I've got Shroud of the Avatar, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, Farming Simulator, Perfect World International, or PWI, Final Fantasy um, Online, I've got Star Trek Online. Uh, it's just, there's so many that I understand if you're a hardcore gamer, you're going to find time to play these. And that's not counting all the games that I have for my PS3 and my PS4. And the games that I have on my laptop. There are some games, uh, for those of you that did not know, also, 
there is a um, new version of PWI, Perfect World, on mobile, if you did not know. I downloaded it. I've not started playing it. And then there's also um, a version of, uh, let's see here. I can tell you what it is. Dragonborn Knight, which is an, basically an MMO um, that you play on your mobile. You log in, you create a character. I mean, you do everything you do like in this new one coming out. And you do uh, everything just like um, um, Perfect World. Um, I can't really say World of Warcraft because I, I've never really cared for it. I, I mean, it's bad enough that I pay for the monthly subscription for Final Fantasy Online that I don't play it as much as I should for what I'm paying. But still, at the same time, where do you find time for all this? Well, that is all for this episode, folks. Uh, this is episode 7. Um, I enjoyed having you listen. I enjoyed doing the podcast. And if you want, you can catch us usually on weekends. Uh, the radio station will be live until I can get another computer set up to run the radio station 24-7. Until then, you can definitely catch us on the weekends at GameRaiderRadio.caster.fm. You will also find the podcast on Anchor.fm. Um, I'm also going to check right here and tell you um, our public site is anchor.fm forward slash game info podcast. Um, we also are on, uh, I think it's 10 platforms. Um, I know we're on Spotify. We're on, of course, Anchor. We're on Google. We're on Apple. Uh, I don't know if the names have changed over yet. Uh, the names were Everyday Talk. But, like I said, we're going back to Game Info Podcast. But you can catch us online streaming at GameRaiderRadio.caster.fm. And that Game Raider Radio is one word. Uh, you'll catch the podcast ad th aired there. Sorry about that. You'll also catch us again on Anchor. And you can send us voice messages through Anchor. Um Let's see here. Uh, yes, you can send us voice messages through Anchor from the platform you're listening on. Um, you can also send us Game Raider Radio at att.net. Again, Game Raider Radio, one word. Um, you have to be careful when you're typing it because if you get fast like I do, then you'll mess up and you'll have something God knows what. But, like I said, with that being said, I am your host, DJ Shadow, and until next time, happy gaming, everybody.